Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Construction loans. And once again, construction for, not construction like you, you're going to build an apartment building. Like This is if you buy a plot of land Correct. and you just want to build your house as opposed to building a house, buying a house that's already built. Correct. So, you know, typically, like you said, you buy, you get a, a piece of land and now you need funding for it. So there's two ways you can go about it if you're the consumer, if you're the home buyer. You can buy the land or cash, which I would recommend. Um, buy the, whether it's cash or you use a credit card, whatever means you you find to buy that piece of land because I feel like this is the easiest way to do a construction loan. Um, and then now you go to the bank to get um, a construction, a permanent loan, where now that construction permanent loan is basically it's treated like a refinance now because since you already own the property. Mm-hmm. So there's no rush, right, to get your plans and your permits and things of that nature because with most construction loans, when you're talking primary residences, which this conversation is about, the bank is only going to give you a construction time of nine to 12 months. So we all know permits can take six months. So if you do a one-time closed construction loan, which is you're buying the land and trying to get the construction loan simultaneously, and you're using the bank for the financing of the land as well, that's when I see problems arise because you're not technically the owner of that property. So you can't go out and submit architectural plans to the town that you're buying the property in until after you close because you technically don't own the property unless the seller of the property is willing to submit the plans on your behalf, Mm -hmm. which in most cases, they're not going to do that. 
right? So it's much easier for you to acquire the land on your own, then use the bank for the construction loan to build your home. And the reason being, again, is because architectural plans can take, depending on the scope of your work, that can take two to four months, depending on how busy your architect is and how efficient they are. And when you get plans, you're going to go back and forth to adjust things of that nature. So if you're doing a one-time close to construction, that means you're in contract and you have a time clock already to close with the seller, right? They don't want to sit there and wait four or five months for you to get your plans together before you close. So again, that can cause a delay and it can cause some strain between you and the seller. Now, if you got an architect who's on it, they can get you plans in 30 days. Cool. You can do the one-time close. But again, another con of that is after closing, now you have to submit those plans to the town to get approval. And depending on the county, which um, is hit or miss, <laughs> right? It, it it's is. hit or miss yeah. for plans. I mean, t New York is kind of like, I, I don't want to say nothing negative because, you know, but it kind of it kind of gets got a vested um, interest. It, it, yeah, it gets kind of it gets kind of crazy, and it and it could be a lengthy process. So now, if you're on a time clock to build, and the lenders only give you nine to twelve months, and some lenders will give you an extension of an extra two to three months on top of that, you done wasted half of your time just waiting on the plans to get approved by the town. So my recommendation for construction loans and anyone who's looking to build their first home or their dream home. Acquire the land first. Acquire the land first. Have a, a, a dope-ass architect who understands the urgency of what you're looking to do. Get your plans and everything drawn up because you already have the home now or the land. So you don't have to rush. And now, once you have your plans submitted, then apply for your construction loan because now it's more like a refinance. There's no time clock. There's no sellers. You can take four months to close. It doesn't matter. And once your plans get approved, then close on your construction loan, then boom, you can start your 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 construction pretty much immediately. Yeah. So let's talk about the the other way when you have a lender that will do both, give you construction, the construction loan for building it, and then uh, actually having the house built itself, right? So mm -hmm. there's there's two pieces you're paying for both. And I think the misconception, this is something we kind of learned through the process, like you get that time frame to build, and you know you do that with your building. They'll say it's between six to 12 months, we can get this house built. Correct. Right? But you're at the mercy of the town. Correct. Right? Because and, they have- And the builder. And the builder and the engineers. Correct. And the architects. Correct. Um, but you're paying for a house that you may not even live in, right? Because sometimes the building process may take 16 months. Absolutely. And so like for a year, you might be paying interest, but after that 12 months, now you're you're going to be paying that full loan. So yeah. talk about that and the importance of having residual income in situations like this. Yeah. So when you get a construction loan first- it's an interest during the construction period, it's interest only payments. So like you say, you're going to be paying a mortgage payment. You have to pay your property taxes. You have to pay um, your homeowner's insurance and builder's insurance. You're mm -hmm. going to need builder's insurance as well to protect yourself on that end. But yeah, you're going to have a payment. So if it drags out, you know, and the lender says, okay, now it's time to convert from the construction to permanent. Now you're going to be paying a mortgage payment that's going to be higher because now it's principal and interest that's going to be included into your mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. So your first 12, 16 months is all going to be interest only. And that's why it's very important. If you're going to take the 
leap of faith and build your own home, especially if you're going to act as your project manager, you're hiring your GC, you're hiring your builder, you're hiring all these folks and you're not buying directly from a builder, right? You're hiring everybody. You have to make sure you know what you're doing and you're hiring the right folks because folks will sit here and overpromise and underdeliver you and kill your entire timeline, which ultimately is going to cost you more money as the homeowner. So it's very important that you make sure you vet out your team because your team has to understand the urgency of you getting it done, the timeline, and they have to understand how they get paid as well because there's there's a process of how they get paid. So when you close on a construction loan, the lender is only going to give you 10% or max 50,000 within 10 10 days, 14 days after closing. And typically that money is used to cover, you know, demolition, permits, plans, you know, things of that nature. You kind of like your soft costs, right? But the lender, I mean the builder will have to be able to front that job. So let's just say that the build is going to cost a million dollars, fellas, to build. And they only releasing $50,000. <laughs> but the first phase of the project is going to cost you a quarter million dollars. So now where, where does that 200000 come from, right? That 200000 has to come from the builder. They have to be in position to start that job, complete phase one. Then the lender will send out an inspector to inspect you know, phase one to make sure all T's across I's are dotted. And then the inspector will go back to the bank and say, okay, you can release the draw of 200,000. And then now the builder gets paid that 200,000 and then they move on to phase two. And it goes on like that until the job is complete. So it's very important that you understand, your builder understands how they get paid and they are liquid because a lot of builders out here are not liquid as well. So you can't pick the builder just because they might have gave you the cheapest price. So how do you know that they're liquid or not? The lenders will vet the builders as well. There's a lot of lenders out there that use third-party um, companies. I'm not going to mention their name because they don't endorse us, right? And they will have to see the liquidity of the builder, bank statements, do you have Amexes, whatever it is, to make sure that they are liquid to be able to do this job because the lenders... Again, they're putting out a million dollars on construction. They want this house built. They don't want to own the property, especially if it's something that's not built, right? So it's in their best interest as a lender to make sure that the builder can get this job done and they have the experience to get it done as well because a lot of people talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. So that's why, again, like a 203K, I like to call a 203K the training wheel for investors. So a construction loan when you're going through like the conventional way for a homeowner, it's kind of like training wheels if you want to get into development as well, because you have the lender by your side and the inspectors by your side that work for you and the lender to protect you against the builders. Because, you know, we all say contractors are, you know, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. but you got to, but the, the bank is always going to make sure that they protect the investment at the same time. So, um, what happens if it's not going right? Like what, as, as a customer, what, what recourse do you have if the contractor isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing? It's not moving at the timeline that's supposed to be moved there. Like what, what can you do? You can fire them, but then now you start from square one again, right? right? Now you have to find a new builder. Now they have to give you their costs. Now that's new paperwork that has to get submitted to the bank. Right. So it's a whole process 
that if you're doing this post-closing, right, you're doing it post-closing and you're already in your project, it's like anything. If you do, if you do a bathroom over in your house and you don't like the contract and you fired them, now the new contractor is going to come in and say, well, their work is not good. So now I've got to tear all their work down and Go restart over. it over again. So now the cost will be more than what you anticipated. So you have to weigh out what's the opportunity cost really of me firing my contractor right now or my builder at the phase that I'm in right now because I'm already started and it can wind up costing you more money. Now, if they're just negligent and they're just disrespectful and they just don't, they're not really there, then obviously you're going to have no choice, but you got to handle your business because you are a CEO. This is real estate, right? So you have to fire them, but understand there's going to be now a whole new vetting process that now the lender is going to have to do. And then ultimately, if they're going to charge more than what the scope of work is already approved, you're not getting no more money. So where's that extra money? If they're going to charge you an extra 50, 100K, where's that extra money coming from? It's coming from you because mm. you decided to fire them. So it's best while you're in the underwriting process, if you're going to make any changes with your contract or your builder, it's best to do it while you're in the process because if they come with a higher scope of work, then you can protect yourself easier and reapply, or not reapply, but you can ask for a request to see if you can get more of an approval to compensate for that extra money. So you just have to make sure, again, vetting out your people mm -hmm. to make sure that they are who they say they are. If I'm looking to build a new property and I'm, I'm trying to find land, I know you can vet everybody on that side, but mm -hmm. is there any way to, or is there a database that you can vet the town engineer or the county engineer or the building department? Is there any way to do that? Because a lot of times, and we've seen it personally, like they're the ones that are holding up the whole, the whole thing. Right, like it, I, I might not move to that town, or I might not try to develop there if I know there's going to be that type of thing, or if they have a history of that. So typically, when you're when you're uh, applying for permits and stuff like that, um, you would want to hire an expediter, right? And an expediter is someone who works within the town or has a relationship with them, and they're able to push the paperwork through in a timely manner. But ultimately, again, it's relationships, right? Like if you hire a great architect and they have good relationships within the town because they're doing a lot of business and they're, they're doing a lot of jobs, then they might not need to hire an expediter because they know Mary Sue over here in mm. this department and their sons go to soccer together, right? So mm. they can have that type of conversation and kind of try to get things pushed through, but that's hit or miss as well. So no, is there a way to vet? Really, really not. Um, it's kind of the luck of the draw and you have to put your plans in as complete as possible because sometimes they'll come back and they want corrections to your plans and mm -hmm. then you got to go back and forth as well. So it's, unfortunately, it's one of those situations, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Mm. Um, the town is always going to come back with something. They're always going to want some sort of correction and there's always going to be some back and forth. And that's why your architect and building is probably one of the most important roles because they have to be quick on their feet. Some architects are just slow as hell to change something <laughs> so minor to us. Mm -hmm. It might take them 30 days. That's setting your timeline back, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So again, I think not in vetting the building department, you need to vet the architect mm. to make sure that what's their turnaround for changes? What's their, what's their relationships? with the town that you're building in. How many jobs have they submitted in the last 60, 90, 12 months, right? These are questions when you're interviewing an architect, just don't go off the referral. Like, oh, he's a great architect in this and the third. Nah, chill. 
ask the questions, right? This is your house. This is your business. You own the property. You're responsible for the mortgage payment. Nobody else. So you have to make sure whoever you're hiring, you have to make sure they can get that job done and they have a sense of urgency too, mm. right? And because a lot of these folks, they just don't have it. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.